everyone. Welcome back to It's All Good. My name is Lauren, and we are joined by another guest. This is such a great time, is it? It's a great time. Awesome. Okay, would you like to tell us about yourself? Yeah, sure. My name is Emily. I'm an engineering student over at UBC. Just finished my third year in integrated engineering. Shout out to anyone from iGen listening. Probably no one. Okay, that's fine. fine. (laughs) Yeah, Lauren, how do we know each other? Thanks for putting it back on me. Uh, How do we know each other? Um, We've been friends for seven, eight years. How long has it been? Uh, I think it was seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah, because I read this article. I've told you about this. Yeah. I read this article, and it's like, once you're friends with someone for seven years, you can't get rid of them. And I told you that, and I was like... This is really unfortunate, then. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're stuck (laughs) with me forever. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Once you hit the seven, like, almost seven mark, just like dip out as soon as you can. Sorry, but too late for you. (sighs) I wish I... I wish I could tell past Lauren just... It sounds (laughs) so mean. (laughs) So, yeah, we went to the same high school. Great times. Grade nine was when our friendship really flourished. Yeah. We had all our classes together. We did. And we bonded a lot because we both were obsessed with how I met your mother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we sat beside each other in math nine. Oh my God. Miss Keneal probably hated us. If you're listening to this episode, <laughs> Mrs. Keneal, um, she's not listening to She's this. probably not listening. All right. So that's about us. Cool. We got that out of the way. Um, so Emily, mm-hmm. the reason why I wanted to have you here is because I wanted to talk a little bit about social media. Oh, good topic, yeah. Lauren. Thanks. Because <laughs> um, I think it's something that's very much relevant in this day and age. You know, I love to be relatable. So yeah. um, also, I want to talk more so about how it relates us and our own well-being and mental health. So mm. uh, we're just going to see where this takes us and we're just going to have a good time. Honestly, it's all good. It Wow. I... No one, okay, everyone that I've had on this podcast so far, no one has made, has used it, but you're the first. I'm going to use it as much as I can in this Honestly, podcast. Honestly, yes. Okay, perfect. That would be great. Great. We're trying to really promote here. <laughs> okay, so I guess we'll start off with, uh, tell me, tell me what your views are on social media. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I've had a very back and forth relationship with it. Like, mm-hmm. there are times in my life where I feel like I want to be posting all the time and then like I don't know right now I don't really feel the need to be posting a lot Mm. um I have yeah just mixed feelings okay yeah Yeah. feeling a little indifferent yeah all right yeah um for me personally Mm. um I I definitely was someone that did use social media because it was the norm too and I feel like all my friends had it there was it was just a normal thing to have. And I guess as I got older, like once I got to university, I thought more so about how I wanted to be spending my time and whether the time on social media was benefiting me. And I think, especially with Instagram, it's so easy to compare your lows to other people's highs. Mm-hmm. And people will only post the good stuff in their life. And and obviously you wouldn't post the mundane or yeah. things that... Uh, you like hanging out of your house or maybe yeah or like oh I failed a midterm today it's kind of curated in a way that it's it's always perfect like everyone's Mm -hmm. lives are always perfect and it's you think back to your own life and you're saying why isn't my life like this like why don't I why aren't I going to these places and it's really harmful and I think especially for younger people it's misleading to them to think and especially because you're if you're constantly looking at it and these apps are made to be addictive, kind oh, of like how yeah. uh, casinos are, they have so many lights and colors. And it's really similar, which is very 
striking because it really can be an addiction. Personally, I don't have any social media except for Facebook just because I still wanted to be able to connect with people, mm-hmm. but I don't check the feed or anything. I just have it to like check messages or notifications. And I feel like now that I got rid of like Instagram and Snapchat, I have so much more free time to do things that I want to do and rediscover things that I was doing before the social media became a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's I stopped comparing myself to other people. I didn't feel the need to post about my life because I couldn't. And I felt like I had more authentic conversations with people because it was no more like, oh, like I saw this thing you did last Friday on your Snap story. It was like, tell me how you're doing. And I think it's personally has been like one of the best decisions I've made. And I'm not saying that everyone has to delete it, but it's cultivating a healthy relationship with technology. Yeah, no, I remember when you first deleted your... Instagram I didn't really care about because I don't really pay attention to who's you, like, doing stuff on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, you, like, didn't look at my posts. No, but, like, you I just remember... Me. I remember... I'm just kidding. <laughs> Locked and reported. Yeah, yeah it's, no. It's um, not the first time. <laughs> no, but I remember when you deleted Snapchat and... Uh, I had been like sending you a bunch of stuff and you weren't responding and I literally thought you were mad at me. I was like, oh, okay. But like I wasn't opening it though. Yeah. I just thought that you were just ignoring me. Oh. Yeah. And then I texted you and I realized, oh, okay, we're good. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It wasn't (laughs) something I announced to the world. No, no, no. No, but I think that's great that you did that. Uh, You were talking about young people and I think that's a really important thing to address because what I've noticed is like people, kids who are younger and younger are getting on these apps like Instagram or I don't even know what the cool thing is anymore. Yeah, I don't know. But kids who are in elementary, middle school are getting on these apps. And I like I remember when my, my brother's only like four or five years younger than me. And when he was in grade five, he was begging for Instagram from my mom. And I'm like, you are nine years old. Yeah, you should be playing with your Heelys outside. Exactly. On the playground. Yeah, like, that's just an added, I don't know, like, kids, like, as you're growing up, just all these social pressures that you already have, I feel like social media just amplifies them. And it definitely sets kids up. And we have, like you were saying, like, we have a certain expectation of what our life should be or what our life needs to be. Mm -hmm. And it can definitely put you in a worse space mentally and emotionally Mm -hmm. for sure there's been a lot of research saying that mental health issues are on the rise and largely due to the impact that social media is making and how it's something that's become so prevalent in a lot of people's lives Mm -hmm. and technology has progressed more in the five in the past five years than it has in the past 50 years yeah and it's it's like how do you how, how what do you do with all this new kind of technology and when you're young even when you're just our age like yeah even when you're in university we don't necessarily have the skills to know know when to back away yeah and so that's why like I think it's fantastic that you decided to delete Instagram and Snapchat because you saw that it was hindering you from really enjoying your full life Thanks, Emily. Yeah, I need time. (laughs) yeah it's all good uh, oh that was a little (laughs) choppy we tried. Little force? You tried your okay. best. Um, okay. But I expect better from you. Okay. Um, totally. With people, I think, in kind of preteen range. Yeah. And I think especially that age, they're so vulnerable. And they, mm-hmm. it's easy to look on Instagram and just assume that everyone has, their life is put together and yours mm-hmm. is not. And I like to think now that we're adults, we have like a degree of self-confidence that we can see that, oh, this is just, um, it's more of like, their people's highs and, and not everything. But when you're that age, like you don't know that separation. Yeah. And especially 
it's become so socially acceptable to be on your phone and think about it, like in the past or maybe like 10 years ago if you were on your phone in a restaurant it'd be considered disrespectful yeah but now you kind of sometimes you see people at the dinner table using their phones and which is kind of sad in a way no I 100% agree I I feel like in high school because I don't know in high school I felt like we had so much pressure to be on social media a lot I felt like I constantly needed to be on my phone and I constantly needed to whether it was hosting or reacting to other people's things or even just being on whatever like snapchat or anything just responding to people um and there were a lot of times where my mom would just grab my phone and take it away from me in high school and I'd be so mad at her but now I look back and I'm like Thanks, Mom. She was looking out for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Elise. Thanks for that. Oh, yeah. calling Mom by your first, her first name? I'm calling her out right now. I'm, you know, she's listening. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Trying she's to call like, her by why, she, why am my daughter calling me no. by my first name? I love you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, um, if you want to be on the podcast, I mean, yeah. let's get her in here. Let's get our moms and just... A Mother's Day episode. That'd be great. Mm, kind of See it. you in like 11 months. Yeah. Will we still be friends by then? I told you, seven years, like, you're stuck with me now. I, I keep trying to, like, <laughs> divert. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm not actually this mean. But um, totally, yeah, because technology has only been so, so much more evolved in the past, like, really recently, it's interesting to see uh, what actual effects that's going to have, like, on our brain and not on mm. our, our functioning as a whole 50 years down the line. And they've done a lot of studies that's showing that um, people that, are on their phones often, do use technology often. They found, um, like, plaque in their brains that's also similar plaque that they found in pa- patients with dementia. Whoa. So it's interesting that they're actually seeing uh, direct relationships between how much you use your phone and mm. your actual brain functioning. It really can be linked to, like, a lot of memory concerns. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's kind of terrifies me. It's like, what do we kn- not know about how our technology is affecting us? Because yeah. think about when... Uh, when it was normal to smoke in public and it was more of the norm. Like, people didn't realize what health effects it would have. But then now that we know, we there's more of a norm not to. It's interesting to think about. And I guess for me, I was very conscious of how much I was using it because I'm like, I'm not living the full life that I could be. And I'm not making mm-hmm. time to do things that I want to be doing. And so I have this app on my phone called Moment. Have you heard of this before? No, I've never heard of it. And it just tracks how long you spend your phone in minutes. Mm-hmm. And just every day it'll tell you. And when I first got the app, I was using my phone for two hours a day. And I was very uh, astonished because that's a lot of time. Considering yeah. that school takes a lot of time and like meals too. And then you don't have a ton of free time at the end of the day. And so I realized, wait, I don't want to be spending so much of my time, like, aimlessly checking my phone. And I'm not saying technology is a bad thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I absolutely, I mean, there's so many technological advances that have helped people, specifically even in well-being. And, but it's just, I was more conscious of how I was spending my time. Like, was it through social media? Or was it through, like, reading or, like, educating myself? That's awesome. That's a great app. Moments, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. And I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried, like, website blockers, and, like, Mm -hmm. those definitely work, too. But I feel like awareness is the most powerful tool if you truly want to make, or if you truly want to have more control over your time. And because when I was seeing that I was spending two hours on my phone, I'm like, I want to make a change. Like, change. I don't Mm -hmm. want to be spending my two hours on my phone. And then I started, like, dialing back, like, taking baby steps. And now I maybe use it for, like, half an hour. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's very easy to be in denial and say, no, no, I don't spend that much time on my phone. Like, 
but in reality we don't know how much yeah. time we're spending even yeah. if you're just spending like two or three minutes on your phone at a time and it adds you're up. just like aimlessly refreshing Instagram like I've done that before for sure yeah um yeah also something I was thinking about is that when we are put in a position where we have to wait like say we're in line or say we're at the doctor's office yeah and I always see like people are always on their phones oh and I'm it's always like, on my phone it's I'm like waiting. we can't even create space to just like think and be with our thoughts like if we're always having to be occupied and it's kind of, yeah. I kind of got more to thinking, like when I'm in the shower, like I have the best ideas because I'm not being distracted by anything. And it's similarly, you don't have to be in the shower. It's just time that you spend by yourself and not having anything distracting you. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking like when I'm like waiting for line for the bus or something, or when I'm walking on campus, like just notice my surroundings, just like yeah. be grateful for where you are and like what you have. And instead of checking something that maybe I, it, I don't need to be checking. All right, so I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on how can we have a healthy relationship with technology? How can we let it be something that can be like helpful in our lives instead of something that is detrimental? That's something I've definitely struggled with myself. You can do what you did. You can take a full cut of yeah, social media just, and you mm-hmm. can just say, okay, bye. I'm not dealing with you, at least right now. Yeah. You could do that temporarily too and you could come back to it later um, if you feel like you want to. For me, in terms of making sure I have a healthier relationship with social media is if I feel like I've just been on my phone too much or something like that, I'll just shut my phone down mm-hmm. if I know that I don't need to get any calls or anything from someone or at least turn off my Wi-Fi and internet and everything just so that even if it's just for an hour, I just have that break from whatever's happening and I've definitely I've in the past I've definitely been someone who's been on my phone while I'm hanging out with other people as well Mm. Um, and I've been trying to be a lot more aware of that and so I try to be off my phone a lot Mm. when I'm with people yeah Um, because I get so annoyed when people aren't paying attention to me when I'm hanging out with them and they're just on their phones. I can totally relate. And I, what I was thinking something similar is that just because being on your phones becomes so socially acceptable, but mm. think about if we replaced, if I was reading a book when I was hanging out with you, you'd be like, Lauren, you're being so rude. Why are you reading a book when yeah, I'm hanging exactly. out with you? And why is it not the same thing with phones? No, I 100% agree. Um, and I get it. Like sometimes you need to respond to a text from like your mom or I don't know why I keep your doctor? saying mom. Yeah. Well, we went there. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're pregnant. Like, you oh, need to know that oh right away. <laughs> Not that I've had personal experience with this, oh but... With- I no, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> that's another... Go on. Sorry. I, like, get a little flustered. That's another podcast. That's another podcast. <laughs> Pregnancy. Ooh. Let's dial it back. Okay, Let's- cool. <laughs> What were you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just... Uh, yeah. Oh, there are times where you need to be, you need to have your phone. Yeah, no, you. and I think that is one of the biggest issues is people expect you to pick up your phone or respond to your texts in yeah, a very timely yeah. manner. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something that makes it so difficult to shut off when you feel like you can't shut off because you need to be available to people. I understand it's difficult, but even if it's just dialing it back for like half an hour... I find that when I do that, when I just, like, shut off everything, if I turn it back on again, I just feel so refreshed. I totally feel the same way. I'll just put my phone in airplane mode if I'm yeah. just like, okay, I don't need to be on it right now. Exactly. Then just to, so you have that kind of separation because mm-hmm. being constantly connected 
can be mentally taxing. Oh, 100%. Being able to be talked to for 24 hours a day, you don't really get that kind of privacy. Or not privacy, but time where you're not being connected. Relationships that you develop with people through social media, they're not the same as the relationships that you're going to develop with those people if you talk to them in person or hang out with them or do things or even just maybe you're guest starring on their podcast. Yeah, it's a funny example that you use. Yeah, kind of out of the blue. (laughs) Not relevant at all. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's true. And I definitely, being on your phone a lot can be harmful to relationships. Mm -hmm. And I guess when I'm with other people, I think about, okay, they made time for me. They made time out of their schedule to spend time with me. And the least I could do is give them my undivided attention because I, that's something I value so much in my friends that I want to do the same for them. But like that all being said, I'm not here to say that social media and phones are bad. Yeah. Yeah. There are obviously so many benefits and like, I have an Instagram account. I have a Snapchat and all, all mm-hmm. that good stuff. And I think you you can still have these things and have mm-hmm. these views about it. For me, when I stopped using a lot of social media, I'm like, what do I do with all this time? <laughs> but I realized, oh, like I have time to like read more and I have yeah. time to spend more time to spend with other people, like more meaningful time. Exactly. And going back to things that I did, like I started playing the piano again and um, I just feel like my life is so much more fulfilling because I carved out time. Yeah. For myself. Instead of just wasting it away. Yeah. 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 No, I I think that's all good stuff, Lauren. I think another important point is also be conscious of who are you following on social media? Are these people that are uplifting to you, that are positive mm. to you, or are they people that maybe you haven't seen in five years? I think that is important. Yeah. Like if you're seeing posts on social media that don't necessarily make you feel great about yourself, then what's the point in following that account? Ultimately, your own well-being and mental health should take priority. Yeah. And thinking about how social media is affecting you, I guess, think about what are your own personal views about it? Mm -hmm. And finding a balance, I think, is really, I think you can still have social media in your life and still be confident in yourself and be confident Mm -hmm. in in your own areas of your own life. Yeah, I think social media can still be super empowering. For example, if my friends post photos of themselves or other friends and I'm going to go comment on that and I'm going to tell them that they look great and I love them. Yeah. But and so I think in that way, it's a very strong sense of empowerment. But um, yeah, I think social media can be a really good tool for uplifting people and uplifting yourself. But unfortunately, we're not there yet. And a lot of people, like you said, compare each other to or compare everyone to themselves and have this unrealistic goal. And yeah, I think like, yeah, just get rid of all the negativity on your feed. Yeah. 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 Follow people that you genuinely want to know about. Yeah. Your friends, your family, maybe a dog account. Is that a thing that people... Dude, I love dogs. Dog accounts are great. Totally. Yeah. I follow a couple baby accounts. Babies are pretty cute. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about this after the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to show me. So with all that being said, I guess we kind of wanted to have this conversation because we just wanted to challenge people that listen to this to think more so about uh, what is your relationship with technology? How are you spending your time? Like maybe you want to make time more time for yourself. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we gave you some ideas on things that you could do in your own life and maybe give you a different perspective because I don't think this is something that's talked about 
a ton or maybe it's not talked about enough, at least from mm-hmm. the conversations that I've had. And just knowledge is power. That's knowledge all, is that's power. all I'm going to say. Wow. <laughs> so thanks so much for being on this episode, Emily. Was, Honestly, anytime. Yeah, it was so great having you. I'm so honored to be here. I'm so glad to hear that. And not because I told you to say that or anything. <laughs> I didn't. That was a joke. This was all scripted. Yeah, it was word for word. Mm-hmm. I wrote I was verbatim. just reading off of a piece of paper the whole time. Yeah, you had some great points, Emily. Thanks so much, Lauren. I totally <laughs> came up with them myself. Yeah. Okay, so now we've confused everyone. <laughs> I swear this is authentic. <laughs> Super. As authentic as I could ever be. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, let me know. Let you us know. know. All the uh, iTunes and... Ooh. I'll let you take over this. Part. You know, you can go visit It's All Good on iTunes and follow all the podcasts there. Catch up on all the ones that you haven't listened to yet. Wow, you are just, are you going to replace me? <laughs> I am. And don't forget to check out the uh, Facebook page. Give it a nice little like so you can be notified every time that there's a new episode. I'm in awe. Wow. All right. Oh, yeah. And then there's one more. SoundCloud. Um, yeah. There we it's go. It's on SoundCloud. Uh, it's also on SoundCloud on if you're into that. App. Kind of edgy. SoundCloud's a little bit more alternative. Yeah. I'll take it. Any of my alternative listeners. (laughs) Okay. Thanks so much. It's all good. And we'll see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye.